What's the significance of what you're driving at for vendor invoice auditing? We serve a group of banks here in the States that are largely missing in your environment. They're, they're what we call community banks. I know you have building societies and there are credit unions around in Ireland and places like that. But that is our primary area and they tend to not have the staff that's needed to audit their vendor invoices. So their auditing tends to be a comparison between last month's invoice, kind of like you and I would do to our power bill, right? We'd look at last month's invoice, this month's, and as long as there was no spike, that wasn't explainable by weather, we would say, okay, fine, pay that. It's not because they wouldn't like to, it's because these critical, we focus mainly on critical vendors. So we're talking about debit processing, card branding, digital banking bills. These can be hundreds of pages and each page can have hundreds of line items depending on the arrangement with the vendor. So it, it is a immense undertaking, it's very complex. And as you can imagine, with human beings, it, it is, even with people who specialize in this area, it's very, very hard not to have errors creep in. And you can only write so many algorithms into Excel to have it do automatically what you might do manually. So it's a way of not only uncovering potential cost savings, but it's also a way of lifting up their vendor practices, which here in the States, I know you have regulators too, Regulators are constantly on banks and credit unions to do a better job of not only vetting vendors before they sign with them, but then maintaining a high level of diligence, particularly on what is called here critical vendors, which are, tend to be the most expensive ones. You're talking about the community banks. Is it the case that these banks are politely slightly behind the times as far as technology application is concerned? I think that's fair. And I think it's because there is a perception on their part that the new technology that is available today is harder to use and more expensive when in fact it's the opposite. It's easier to use and less expensive. The pricing models today and the type of technology that's being released across the spectrum is tailor-made for them. I mean, they, they hardly ever put anything on premise. They hardly ever run an application on premise. And almost everything coming out today has a cloud version of it. It's perfect. But their perception is that they are locked into these legacy vendors. Any move would be painful. There is some truth to that. Any move is painful. But that in the moving, they would not gain a certain attributes. Now, it's interesting because I talk with a, a gentleman through my contacts and my boss's contacts who does work mainly. He was a procurement officer at two of the large banks here in the States. I mean, one of the, the what we jokingly call the too big to fail fraternity. And he said that with the exception of a couple of banks, that most of them did not do thorough auditing of their vendor invoices. And the, the, the reasons were kind of the same, right? That the complexity of it, the manual nature of it, et cetera. Well, these invoices surely themselves are arriving in an electronic format now. Presumably nobody is <laughs> delivering paper invoices anymore. You, you would be surprised. Some of them still get mailed, but the preponderance of them, the majority, yeah, are coming electronically. Now, here's the deal. They all come in different formats. You know, the most consumable format would be, a, would be an Excel spreadsheet, but most commonly they come in, when I say consumable, I mean by a, a machine for purposes of auditing. They inevitably come in PDFs, which you might imagine, and PDFs are Terribly hard to parse, terribly hard to get a machine to read. In our case, we actually have to convert them to a readable form for the machine to do what it does.
you convert this, you can audit what you've converted. It doesn't cost a lot to do that in relative terms. Can we quantify how much money is being wasted by not doing this? There's an association for everything, and there's the International Association of Commercial Contract Managers. And what they study is vendor management. And invoice auditing falls under, obviously, vendor management. And according to them, the lack of use of technology in vendor management, this is overall, cost organizations as a whole, this is every kind of vertical, banks included, 9.2% off their bottom line. But here's the problem. I mean, it's a, huge, it's a huge number, but here's the problem. It's a silent bleeder. Nobody knows it's happening because nobody knows it's being measured, right? Or sorry, nobody's measuring it. So the way we came to this technology is part of what we do for our living is audit invoices as part of contract negotiations. So we, we sit down, help an institution pick a vendor based on a scorecard. Then we negotiate the contract. And then for three years after that, we track the invoices to the contract. And I can't venture to imagine how many millions of contracts we have looked at. And one out of 10, there's an error. And I would say 10% of that 1% is substantial. It's six figures of an error. Because the contracts are not static. I mean, you can appreciate this. I mean, being in your area and focusing on fintech and looking at the new pricing models that are out there, a lot of them are user-based. Payments has been transaction-based forever. It's sold in tiers, and it's sold against a promised volume or an estimated volume. There's so many moving parts in these that it's easy to miss something in, in the interim as, as you move from tranche to tranche or users to users. So we know that one in 10 are wrong. We know that we've had customers that have saved high six figures and above a million just by finding estimate or finding errors. The problem is they're found typically found after the fact. And after the invoice has been paid. Yes, right. I mean, they're not looked at before they're paid. In our projects, we look at them before they're paid, but that's a separate project. So what we did was we wanted to give our people a better way to read invoices. Being slow, but eventual, we said, well, banks would love to have this. Credit unions would love to have this. And they don't have to do anything. They just send us electronically the invoices. They don't have to load software. They don't need to be trained in it. We simply run them on our own. And, and I don't want to get too geeky, but the technology is sort of fascinating. The part I was talking about where you have to consume it and put it into a readable format is done by machine learning. So basically, you feed this machine several PDFs, and some, a, a person sits there and goes, no, that really is right. No, that, and it, it gradually becomes 95% plus fluent. You have to do that with every vendor. Now, we work with almost all the vendors, so that becomes something that we're going to do anyway. And then that consumable part is actually sent to an auditing algorithm machine engine. I'm sure the software people would want me to call it something else. The auditing engine does two types of audits, and this is kind of important. It not only audits this month against all preceding months, but it audits this month against the fee schedule in the contract. That's really where the rubber meets the road, right? It's the fee schedule on the contract that moves, and therefore the invoice moves. But what's been interesting is that we, we have had clients buy this, not with trying to get savings in mind, though they will get some, but as an insurance policy. They say, well, I'm not looking at it now. I don't want to think about it. I do not have the resources, or nor do I want to hire the resources to do this manually. 
So for a, a couple of hundred bucks, you look at them, you know, and you look at them each month. And, and if you save me something great, if not, when the auditors come to look, they'll go, man, we really like that you're looking at your invoices before you pay them. <laughs> you know, it's much easier to go to a vendor and claw back that money. I mean, for the most part, the vendors are willing if it's an honest mistake because they, they typically aren't doing this on purpose. They're as trapped by their own complexity many times in software that they don't know what's happening. But it takes a lot more when you've paid them their money to get it back. Whereas beforehand, it's much easier you get it to go back to somebody and say, um, I think you'll find there's a mistake on this invoice. As right. opposed to ringing them up and saying, that invoice we paid, can we have 10% of it back? You, that's a <laughs> and it might be, Robin, it might be that invoice we paid last year, a year ago today, because the invoices do finally, not all of them, but a sample of them will finally be audited at some point as part of an audit. But it's going to happen at least 12 months after the fact. Even if the vendor is cooperative, and most of them are, it's a hell of a task for them. It's a hell of a task for you. Do it beforehand. They're as relieved as you are that they don't have to go back into the records. 